Welcome to the FSU Conversation. During our regular segments, we will highlight FSU school communication, its students, alumni, and happenings in the industry. I'm your host, Austin Recart, and I'm a senior majoring in public relations and also a director's ambassador for the school of communication. Today, we will focus on the topic of effective communication and will be joined by Sharon Delaney McLeod, an Emmy award-winning journalist, TEDx speaker, and partner and VP of professional development and PR at Walk West. So let's jump right in. Sharon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Austin. I'm so excited to be a part of one of the first few episodes of this podcast. I've listened to the first two episodes so far, and they're terrific. I think you're doing a really great job, Austin. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. And we're so excited to have you on today. So would you mind giving our listeners some more information about who you are, what you do, and what you believe the keys to your success have been? Sure. I showed up at Florida State actually as a musical theater major, uh, going after my degree, a BFA in musical theater. And probably it was halfway through my sophomore year that I decided, I'm not sure if I want to put all those eggs in that basket. And I decided to step back for a moment and look at the different skills that come naturally to me and Obviously, having been in theater, being on stage, the spoken word, I was a trained singer, all that kind of stuff. I said, well, what's a transferable skill? Plus, I'm a storyteller, lifelong storyteller. My parents are Irish immigrants. And if you've ever been around Irish people, boy, do they like to talk (laughs) and tell stories. And so I decided to look into the College of Communications And I went over there, I spoke to an advisor, and I said, you know what, this might be the right fit. So I changed my major to communications and said, you know, I'm going to be a full-time storyteller, and that means journalism. That's what I majored in at Florida State. I loved every minute of my time at Florida State. I worked on uh, the... At V89, I was the assistant news director for a year. I did the morning news for a year. I had the 7 a.m. shift, which was like the short straw for all the students. And then I worked as a sideline reporter for Seminole Uprising, the sports television show, which was on the Sunshine Network back in those days. And it was really fun because we were in the meteoric rise. Bobby Bowden, of course, was still the key of our program. Deion Sanders was playing. It was just a great time to be a part of storytelling with Florida State sports. And the College of Communications brought in a managing editor from a local TV station there in Tallahassee, WCTV, to talk to us about what it is to be in broadcasting, be in journalism. Donna Nudd, Professor Nudd, was was there, and she had uh, organized all of this, and he said, we're looking for interns. And I was lucky enough to land a part-time internship my last semester of school there, and as luck would have it, the week I graduated, the producer of the morning show quit. And the news director was in a lurch. He called me at home and he's like, I know it's Christmas vacation because I graduated in fall. 
can you come back and produce the morning show starting on Monday? <laughs> I was 20 years old. I was wide-eyed and feeling uh, very vulnerable that I didn't know what I was doing. But you know what? That's a part of growth, jumping in even when you're terrified. And so that started my journalism career, Austin, and went on to work in five different television markets over a 25-year span. I had a very similar situation when I was uh, trying to apply for an upper division major myself. I originally was an interdisciplinary medical sciences major, um, found that that wasn't suiting me as well as I originally intended. And so, like you said, I had to go back and look at what my superpower is. And I've always been, like you said, good at communicating. Uh, and so I took that direction and it led me to public relations and couldn't be more happy about the choice there. And, and I also couldn't agree more on the point that you said about how we have to jump out of our comfort zone in order to see real progress in not just our careers, but our lives. We can't, if we live comfortably and don't push ourselves to the new limit, then nothing new is going to be learned because we're just doing the same old thing that we always do. So it's just such great pieces of advice. Exactly. And you know, that led to, so after a 20 plus year career working at stations all over the country and covering everything from NASA to the Super Bowl to hurricanes and every crisis you can imagine. Once you have a family in television news, that can be rather challenging <laughs> because the hours can be brutal. I worked two to midnight or 2 a.m. to noon. I, the last position I had was anchoring the 5, 6, and 11 o'clock evening news. Well, once you have kids, that's tough. And I made the decision to leave news after all these years and go out on my own with another journalist who also was feeling that pull of looking to find a little bit more balance that would allow us both to spend some real quality time with our families. Anyhow, we started our company in 2008, and now here we are, you know, 12 years later, and the last three years we've been ranked as one of the uh, Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies in the United States. We just found out that we've made the Seminole 100 for the second year in a row, meaning we are one of the fastest growing privately owned companies in the U.S. owned or run by FSU alums. And so really excited. We now have 44 employees. You know, it's, it's a full-fledged uh, public relations and digital marketing agency. And it's great because we're able to pull from all of our former talents and skills as journalists. And now we're helping companies and brands tell their stories. So in your own words, what is your definition of successful communication? Here's the thing. Nowadays, there is so much noise. We have so much stuff competing for our attention. How are you going to get your message out? And how are you going to get your thoughts and, and your beliefs and mission out into the marketplace or even one-on-one? -on -one? And I think that oftentimes people describe communication as soft skills. I prefer the new moniker of power skills. That is the new knowledge-based thing that we all have to think about because you can hire the best engineers in the country 
to do whatever it is you need to do at your company, if you're a tech company or whatever it might be. Every company is a tech company if they have a website, by the way, right? Or security issues. But if those people can't communicate to their coworkers, to their stakeholders, to their clients and customers, you're lost. Because it is, it's very transactional for the hard skills, but it is not transactional for relationship building. So to answer your question in a long-winded way, I think being able to build a relationship through communication is what defines success. And to be successful in public relations or any business at this point, it is all about people and relationships. And so communication has to be front and center. I find that a lot of times in today's day and age, it's who you know is just as important as what you know. And if you can't establish those connections, then you're not going to have the opportunities to show what you know in the perfect setting. And so that's just such great advice as far as establishing successful communication, not just in public relations or even journalism, but through every industry. Yeah, relationships are currency. They really are valuable currency, Austin. Why do you think that we need successful communication today more than ever before? Well, as I reflect on that, I I really feel that we have to be able to make impact and make our mark because, as we know, so much is competing for our attention, as I just mentioned. Where do you even begin to look or where are you going to uh, get the information you need, whatever that might be, internal or external? And I think right now in the midst of a pandemic, if you are at a company, successful communication means making sure your employees and your customers feel cared for and that you've got their back. I think that is the definition of successful communication right now because of the times we are in. We can't be tone deaf to what's going on around us. It's so important, but it's also very difficult to establish those types of relationships with your audience because it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes a lot of control over what you're releasing out into the market and what's coming back to you as well. So how does one go about improving their communication skills to establish more effective working relationships? There's a a misunderstanding. People are like, well, I'm an introvert. I'm not an extrovert. So I will never be good at giving presentations or, you know, building uh, networks because I hate networking and all of that. That is a falsehood because here's the thing. There's plenty of introverts who are excellent communicators. You have to be in the right mindset. I like to use a couple of quotes just to demonstrate how important this is and for people to think about it this way. Warren Buffett, one of the most successful business people in the world, he was interviewed and asked, what piece of advice would you give to young people right now? What he said was, the one easy way to become worth 50% more than you are right now is to hone your communication skills both written and verbal. When he was in high school and college, he used to get so nervous before giving a presentation, he literally would run to the bathroom and get sick. He was terrified of presenting. And so when he graduated from college, he was very smart. He signed up as a young 20-something-year-old for the Dale Carnegie courses, which back in those days, that's where you would go for your public speaking training. And he knew he had to invest in himself on these power skills. And 
look at it. I mean, he's done an incredible job. Think about Sir Richard Branson, also one of the most successful business people in the world with Virgin Atlantic. And now he's got a space tourism agency and, and all of the hotels and everything else. He, he's a billionaire now, but back early in his career, guess what? He was a terrible presenter. And someone told him early on, listen, if you want to become a successful business person, you better fix your communication gaps. And so he says, communication is a skill you can learn. It's like riding a bicycle or typing. If you're willing to work at it, you can rapidly improve the quality of every part of your life. And so for those of you listening right now, if you are still in school, sign up for that public speaking course, sign up for a debate team, sign up for or run for student government where you'll be forced out of your comfort zone and have to do some speaking. If you're already out of school, look up the international organization called Toastmasters. Austin, have you ever heard of Toastmasters? I have not. Can you explain a little bit more in depth to me? Yes, write it down. I bet if you ask your parents, they'll know what it is. So Toastmasters, think about at a wedding when someone gives a toast. That's where kind of where giving a toast is how they got their gotcha. name. But it's an international organization. It's been around for decades. And they have chapters all over the United States and world. All you have to do is go to the Toastmasters website, put in your zip code, and it'll pop up all the chapters in your community. And what it is, is a club per se, where everyone's there for the same reason. They want to improve their spoken word, their presentation and public speaking skills. And it is incredible. There's no judgment. There's psychological safety because everyone is there for the same mission. And it's a very supportive group. And wow, does it really force you to up your speaking game. So if anyone is serious about improving their speaking skills, look up Toastmasters. There's also an app that I love to use with my students in my professional development practice that's called the Like So app, L-I-K-E-S-O. And the woman who developed this was so tired of her teenage daughter saying, I like, I like have class like tomorrow at like four o'clock. And then like after that, I want to go like to out with my friends like. And anyway, all of the different things like filler words and if you speak too quickly, or if you uh, don't have proper cadences in, in your speaking, it's an app that uses artificial intelligence on your phone, and it listens to you as you practice speaking, and then it gives you feedback so you can practice this. And so there's so many tools out there that if you are serious about it, you can certainly improve your communication skills. Thank you so much for outlining those tools. I've never heard of, of either of those. The Like So app and the Toastmasters website sounds like great resources to improve our speaking skills. And I'm definitely going to look into that myself. I've also never heard that quote from Warren Buffett before. That's a fantastic quote. From being an Emmy award-winning journalist to speaking at a TEDx convention, you've done so many exciting things throughout the course of your career thus far. What are you the most proud of and what's next for you in the future? I'll have to say the thing I'm most proud of is becoming an entrepreneur. I think when I grew up watching my father and in previous generations, people join a company and they work there for 25 or 30 years, get their pension, social security and retire. And, you know, I thought I was going to follow a similar path, but within television and just go from station to station and do that for my entire career. But when life happens, you have to make some tough choices sometimes. And so to walk away from the safety net of a 
lucrative television career and to start from scratch a brand new company not knowing anything on how to run a business and making so many mistakes but still persevering ahead and being able to grow a company that I'm really proud to be a part of. That I think is probably my favorite business or professional accomplishment thus far. I have an entrepreneurship minor and and I totally understand the excitement of entrepreneurship and starting your own business and, and making those mistakes. And I think a lot of the draw that entrepreneurship has to offer is that you can make a lot of mistakes, but it's not about the mistakes that you make. It's how you handle combating those mistakes and putting yourself back on track to really get your business to take hold and start moving forward. Uh, so that's, that's very exciting. And finally, what, what advice would you give to a student hoping to succeed in the field of communications? Constantly learn. And I think, and I believe a couple of your other podcast guests have said this too, and it's, it's a thread that, that anyone who is successful in whatever their career is, it's the people who are willing to continuously learn. You can't just close that textbook, your last semester at Florida State, walk out into the world and think that you've done it all and now you're going to work and collect a paycheck. This world moves too quickly. We have too many new things coming out ahead of us all the time. And so you need to be a subject matter expert. And that means constantly be willing to read, learn. Don't always be the smartest person in the room. Surround yourself with other smart people and learn from them. Be willing to look into new things that you would have never dreamt that would have interested you. And I know as a journalist, before I covered one particular beat, I was a general assignment reporter. And so I was constantly, every day, having to learn about a new topic or subject in my community. And so that thirst for knowledge was ingrained early in my career. And so what I do each day is I begin my day every morning with the first half hour of either reading or listening to a podcast. Because you just never know. Hearing other people's perspectives, other ideas, it really begins to trigger new thoughts in your own process. So I think that's the biggest piece of advice. Always be willing to learn. And that will help you become a better communicator because it broadens your horizons to the big, beautiful world around us, even in the midst of a pandemic. Even in the midst of a pandemic, learning is more important now than ever, just like you outlined. I I really think that, like you said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're not in the right room. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to push you to be a better version of yourself, that are going to teach you new things instead of just hearing the same old, same old that you always hear from the same people that you hang around. So again, it goes back to getting out of your comfort zone and finding people that are going to push you to the next level. Sharon, thank you so much for your time. You've taken out of your busy schedule to meet with us today. We couldn't have been more excited to have you. Thank you so much, Austin. And I wish you the very best. I congratulate you on taking on this project as a student. It will serve you well, showing that you've been able to do this on your resume, plus having a portfolio where you can send prospective employers to listen to your podcast. This is a, a terrific thing that you all are doing at Florida State. And I'm so glad you're getting real world experience on how you're going to be able to help your future clients. Well, thank you for being such a great part of it. All right, everyone, this segment is about to come to a close. As always, make sure to follow FSUcom on Twitter and FSU Communication on Instagram for more information on future podcast segments and everything else the school communication has to offer. 
Also, be sure to check out Sharon's TED Talk and many other achievements on her website, SharonDelaney.tv. Until next time, from all of us here at the FSU School of Communication, and be sure to always remember to keep the conversation rolling.